So before we get started with this week's episode, we want to uh, you know, talk a little bit about the tragedy that you know, struck our home state and a few states uh, surrounding us. Uh, on Friday, a huge, huge you know, string of tornadoes came through the great uh, Commonwealth of Kentucky, and uh, at least 90 people have died in total, at least 80 of those in Kentucky. Um, 12, well, there's reports of 12 to 15 just right up the road, you know, 30 miles away. Uh, it's, which, um, <clears throat> for a living, I'm a salesman, and I had a few customers that were affected by it, and, but there's so many homes destroyed, uh, families permanently displaced. This storm changed so many lives forever and uh, I I can't I can't express my condolences and my prayers and my sympathies for all of those you know, people affected and I can't imagine what it would be like to be in the same situation and uh, I hope you know uh, God can you know, reach his hand down and just you know put it on each of those families that were affected and because this is not something they're going to be able to get through in a week this is something they're going to be you know, working years to recover and uh, just may God bless each and every one of them and uh, if you at all possible have a way of helping out it doesn't have to be a monetary uh, it can be with materials, your clothes, your uh, you know, toiletries, anything you possibly have. They lost everything. Any way at all you can help. That would be amazing. There are so many people who have already you know, reached out and are doing work you know, manually and financially. I will have to say, I'm going to brag on our state. Our state... We pull together better. I don't think any other state is as good as Kentucky is about you know helping your neighbor. Now, if there's not a tragedy, you don't really see your neighbor. <laughs> but if you know, something like this you know, comes up, all you hear about is everybody reaching out and helping, uh, donating a little money, uh, donating a little time, a little effort, a little hard work, and... I actually saw an article, well, I, uh, seen a video where busloads of Amish you know, came in and helped. And you know, when an Amish person sets foot somewhere, something's getting built that day. And it's amazing how they, you know, pull together as a community. But I'm telling you, the state's doing that right now. It's amazing to see. It's still sad. It's a sad situation. And, um, I could talk about it nonstop. I mean, you got any any anything to add in there? It, it's just it's devastating. And uh, myself, I was in I was probably a quarter of a mile, maybe a mile away from where uh, tail end a one touchdown here in Cave City, and it was just an unreal sound. And we're just so thankful. I mean, you wake up each morning, and you do not know what the day holds, and 
it kind of makes you want to get right with the Lord. And we will continue to keep all these families in our hearts, in our prayers. And if you guys wouldn't mind to do the same for them, if you can't do anything, you can at least stop and include them in your prayers. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. My name's Ryan. And I'm Jordan. And we are the Country Music Critic. We are so happy to be with you. We're back on time this time. Here we are, week two in a row. Yeah, it's exciting. It is. And this we don't time, have illness. We don't have holiday. It's, uh, yeah. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Hear me knocking? I hear you knocking. All right. We're also trying a different format, so I want you guys to message us if it sounds better or worse. We can deal with it either way. Our main goal is to make you happy and to make you guys know more about country music. Yes, sir. All right, here we go with the country music news. This week on the country music news, Yellowstone is at an all-new high as they are booming. One episode after the other. Everybody's on the bandwagon, except... Me. <laughs> which he will soon be. I will. As soon as they put season one and season two on Hulu or Netflix or somewhere like that, I'll view it. But until then, I'm not starting in the middle. Yeah, it, it's a show that you really want to know how it all got to where it is from starting at the beginning. Um, they I have trust it. issues. I don't like I don't like to pick something up as soon as it comes out. Like I didn't get the vaccine for a year after the fact, and that's because I didn't really have much of a choice then. But I, I like to wait and see what other people think before I jump in and just sacrifice my my time. Well, over seven million viewers, so I would say that you're good to go on this one. Probably so. So the the storyline in itself and the music is just phenomenal. They featured mm-hmm. Sturgill Simpson. They featured. Tyler Childers, uh, Ryan Bingham. I mean, the the songs in itself. Even when uh, Rip, the big bad cowboy, is uh, you know melting his heart with Lady May in the rodeo ring, it is just phenomenal. That's one of the things I'm looking forward to. You know, part of the show is the music because I have you know seen clips that you get on like you know Facebook and Twitter, and like you'll get you know little clips from the movie or uh, from the movie from the show. And it shows like the <clears throat> music that they're playing, and it sounds really entertaining. Right, and even Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, and Sam Elliott are featured in the spinoff 1883. Speaking of Tim McGraw, we got to give him a big hand because he reached out to the person that we featured our 15 minutes, our 15 seconds of fame, mm-hmm. uh, Alexandria Kay. Yeah, he's taking her on tour, and not only is he taking her on tour. He called her on her personal phone and invited her to come on tour. So that that is just phenomenal. And That's what a cool, cool. time yeah. that we got on board like right. a week before that happened. Yeah. So you heard That's it cool. here, folks. <laughs> yeah. We have our ears to the ground and our eyes to the sky. That is right. <laughs> and? Also in uh, country music news, Ashley Monroe 
completed her uh, chemo treatments. I wasn't aware that she was having to deal with all that, but uh, we want to send out our uh, prayers and well wishes to her and her family. I know it's a hard, it's a hard fight. It's a tough battle, but uh, I think she's a you know, strong, you know, young lady, and uh, I think you know she keeps her faith in God and you know concentrates on her health. I think. I think she'll be able to make it through. Hopefully. Yeah, she she's a phenomenal singer songwriter. She's part of the um, Pistol Annie's. Blake Shelton even uh, he promoted her whole album the time that it come out. You know, on his own. Speaking of Blake Shelton, he is also the People's Choice Award for Country Artist of 2021. Mm. So I guess a lot of that voice has really pushed him. Yeah. And as we talked, you know, with the CMAs. I guess some of these awards are not based on really how popular you are. Right. No, there are a lot of other artists that were uh, a lot more popular this year, but, I mean, on The Voice, and he's been on all these other shows because of The Voice. Right. So he's kind of been in the you know, forefront, even though it's not his musical talent that's really pushing him in the spotlight. It's right. his personality, which he has a hell of a personality. I'll give him that. Seems like he'd be a dick, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then also, um, the possum, George Jones's museum is being closed. Yeah. Uh, I hope instead of it you know, being closed, it's just playing possum. I do too, man, because I just couldn't imagine, you know, we lost, jo we lost Johnny Cash's actual home. Mm -hmm. uh, you can go there and just see the foundation, but, you know, yeah. all these artists seem like they're just fading away, and... I mean, uh, you know, you don't hear them on today's country radio, as Alan Jackson Definitely says it, not. George Jones. Uh, no. I mean, it, it's just, I don't know, man. It, it's one of them things that I just wish that we had a way to donate to keep it open, right. you know? I mean. For better or for worse, uh, country music is changing. It is, unfortunately. And, and there's not a lot that we can do about it except keep, uh, you know, hoping that this new generation... Uh, like Tyler Childers is, you know, hammering yes. down the nails. And there are a handful of artists that are, you know, holding the flame. Right. For all the legends. And they're going to continue to do that. But it's just a matter of, you know, getting the awareness and the you know, publicity of these artists out there and uh, letting them take it from there. Well, that's what we hope that we're doing here. For sure. Also, uh, in news, Jake Owen offers a $5,000 reward for whoever vandalized his business. You can go on Facebook. There was some information, and it seems like it's coming and going. So uh, sometimes I've seen it, sometimes I haven't. But to make a long story short, he had video footage of the person. They're just trying to ID him. Okay, good deal. Uh, Luke Combs crosses over into $7 million in album sales, which is phenomenal for Mr. Luke Combs. It's hard to do these days because you don't really sell a whole lot of albums. You That's sell right. songs. <laughs> you have that right. Correct. Yeah, there's not album sales like there used to be. Yeah, and I believe that's all we've got on this Country Music News. 15 seconds of
So this week's 15 Seconds of Fame was the guy that you just heard. His name is Brandon Davis, and I'm pretty sure that if you're on TikTok, you've already heard the name. What did you think, Jordan? I thought it was pretty good. He sounded like a lot of other people that you hear in the industry already, but he's he's got talent, that's that's for sure. Yeah, when you hear the story of the guy, it is phenomenal. He stepped in as a stepfather help raise these children that weren't his. And as you heard in that song, it was called Step by Step. It was a phenomenal song. And I reckon he had put his life on hold to to help this lady that he fell in love with raise her children and just to watch them on TikTok, TikTok blow up the way that he has is phenomenal. He was actually one of the ones with uh, Alexandria Kay that got a call from Mr. Tim McGraw to go on tour. Sounds like he's on his way. Yeah. So let's close out with one of his other songs. This is Brandon Davis. He said, Mama, don't you worry. I know just what to do. I wrote Santa Claus a letter. And I know that you pull through. And I told him to bring Daddy home. That's right. It's sad, but it's true. Mr. Randy Travis is episode number three. Mr. Randy Travis has a lot of, there's a whole lot of his life is uh, sad, but true. That's right. I think that's what made him so great. Yeah. He uh, definitely had to go through it in order to be where he ended up. I think he is the closest thing to a traditional country artist. Did you know that he was turned down by almost every record label in Nashville before he got his deal? Yes. Mm-hmm. They said he was too country. Yeah, that's when they were trying to get away from that at that I mean, time in the, in the 80s. How do you turn down Mr. Randy Travis? I would like to know what that guy's doing now and if he still has a job. He got turned down by Lib Hatcher, except he got turned down face down. Oh, oh. (laughs) Now, we will get to that part of the story with Mr. Randy Travis. Yeah. So, Randy was born 
and this kind of took me for a doozy. Randy Bruce Trawick, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. 1959. It's the day after my birthday. Really? So Mine's you're on the 5th? I said after. Mine's the 3rd. Oh, okay. Gotcha. His professional that's, that's, name that's is Mr. Randy Travis. Okay. <laughs> I see. <laughs> if you guys knew what we went through to get this episode ready, you would completely understand. Yeah. Now, actually, Mr. Randy Travis didn't decide on Travis until his manager, which we're going to get to that part anyway, but uh, mm-hmm. he, uh, she convinced him into it. So I'll let you proceed. Yeah, so, you know, Randy Travis, when he was growing up, he was born in Marshfield, North Carolina, and they still have a festival still to this day. Uh, I believe it's on his birthday to where um, a lot of country artists, some are major, some aren't. They come out and they pay tribute. Of course, at this time in his life, he's in the Country Music Hall of Fame, you know, so uh, you know, 15 years ago, he wasn't as big of a deal as he is now to where everybody's name dropping Randy Travis. Mm-hmm. Well, know? about 10 years ago is when he was being arrested for being naked in the street. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those times he's went one. through. Yeah, he, that's, that was one of them. But he's been through a lot of health issues as of late. And um, he is, you know, came back around to show everybody that he is you know, still that you know, lovable guy that they all adored when he was you know, so big in the 90s. And Absolutely. 80s. Did you know that he is uh, he's the second of six children? So uh, that was a pretty packed childhood. Yeah. You they didn't waste no time at that house. No. His dad was a horse breeder, turkey farmer, and a substitute. Yeah, right. He was also a substitute school teacher and a construction business owner. So uh, his his dad he he did a lot, you know, back in that time. I think Randy actually took a lot of those traits after his father as well. Yeah, I believe so. So uh Travis and his brother Ricky, which uh is pretty cool when I was looking up the info, Ricky Traywick tried to have his own uh pursuit in country music just like randy did so if you see that name associated with randy travis that's why because that was his brother uh he was a big fan of hank williams george jones lefty for sale i mean that that's just the kind of stuff that randy liked i mean at the age of eight he was singing in the church choir and i've noticed with a lot of these country artists that come out in the 80s they all done that travis tritt he done that, you know, it was just a thing that you done was to sing in the church choir. It's less country now and more pop. I know Katy Perry, that's where she got her start. Yeah. It was in the church choir. There's a lot of, there's, I mean, you know, singing in church is a, is a very easy way to get your start. It is, you know, and Travis Tritt, he actually sung in a uh, black church and that's kind of why he got such the soul sounding voice that uh, Travis Strait has. Yes. I don't know if you guys know that, but 
So, uh, Randy Travis, he kind of had a crazy uh, upbringing, too. You know, in his teenage years, he dropped out of high school. Mm -hmm. He was uh, later known as a juvenile delinquent. Mm -hmm. And then his brother got in a lot of trouble. Yeah, they were arrested for auto theft and burglary. I always get that word wrong. (laughs) Burglary. It don't know. It, it doesn't matter how many times I say that damn word. <laughs> I get it wrong for some reason. And then my dis- dyslexia kicks in. No, no. I know you were trying to pull a joke off of that one. No. Well, you said it yourself. No. I think you just need to move that dick to the side and you'll be mm. able to say No. Now. Anyways, for the record, I am the straightest male that you will ever meet in your entire life i don't know how he comes up with these jokes it's in the closet still i only hear one person laughing um yeah all right so back to randy travis so in 1975 randy won a talent show at a nightclub in charlotte's charlotte north carolina which is where he met the lady that you're talking about, Elizabeth Lib Hatcher. That's when she kind of took a little bit of interest in him. You know, she actually paid for his bail one time. Oh, she did more than that. Yeah, well, as we get on down the line. But anyways, like she, he appeared in court and the judge told him that, hey, look, uh, the next time that you show up here, be prepared to stay. And that was kind of, the moment that randy realized hey this is not what i want to uh be involved with and he was released into the guardianship of miss hatcher that's how she got him yeah Um, she got him out of that trouble and she said hey if you come and you sing you know perform at my at mine and my husband's club at the time she was married to another man uh, if you come in you know perform at the club and you do you know, basic you know, duties at the bar um i'll get you out of this trouble and essentially i mean it was a great deal for him it was a way for him to stay out of jail and actually have a chance to succeed in the music industry uh, i mean it wasn't the scale that he was looking for but you got to start somewhere and it was a great start for him I, even though We'll get into some of the shenanigans that you know, went on later. I think it was a wise decision for Mr. Travis, or Mr. actually Mr. Uh, Treywick. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really see that being a, an explosive name as I do Randy Travis. And, you know, I wonder if, because, you know, she was the brains behind the operation at this time. I wonder if uh, she tried to claim some royalties for that name you know she did that makes mm-hmm. sense you know i did a lot of research on this we had uh you know talked about doing an episode on randy travis a long time ago yeah and I did a lot of research on him then um i looked up i i took a lot of interest in his you know, first marriage because it was just messed up so i mean yeah i had yeah. i essentially had to it was her idea to go with Travis because it just had a ring to it. I mean, Randy Travis, it sounds better than Randy Trawick. Um, so 
he went with that and she was his manager and essentially every song that he came out with up until the point where they got divorced which was many years later she technically owned right and he he i mean when he split from her she left him with hardly anything yeah to my understanding randy travis is is not as um financially stable as people think he is no you know and uh you know that would be on my bucket list i don't know how long that this podcast will go on i mean as long as you guys keep listening we'll keep pumping them out but it would be such a great honor to talk to him one time on the show even if it was like five minutes you know what i mean i mean He's had such a phenomenal career, and I cannot have the childhood that I had without remembering sitting in the back seat of a hot-ass two-door Cadillac listening to Forever and Ever Amen as a child. Yeah. You know, I mean, when Randy Travis come on, I mean, did you know that he also – performed at guntown mountain in cave city kentucky now this was back oh i can't even remember i told a guy at work that we were about to do this podcast and he actually attended it um he's probably 20 years older than me but he attended it uh randy just come out they paid him five thousand dollars to play at guntown mountain and the place was just packed you know he he was almost as big as the beatles for country music you know um no he wasn't but yeah i get what you're saying (laughs) i mean for country music that's what i'm saying i mean country music wise so like if you took the beatles and put them in country music you would have had you know the outpour that we had with randy travis i mean hell he never released anything that wasn't bad well that was bad is what you mean but essentially i mean i say essentially all the time but in the 80s and in the 90s until you know garth came along there was no other you know male artist that solidified his place at the front of country music he was it i mean he was the only guy coming out with hit after hit after hit and it was an old sound his voice is true his voice is just ridiculous like the bass in his voice it's set. I mean, I don't. It's what everybody was wanting at that time, and yeah, I mean, it still sounds great today. But yeah, and, and when people try to cover it, you know, if they got a little bit of deepness, they think they can cover digging up bones. And the only artist that I've ever heard that can even come close to it is Josh Turner. And of course, they did a CMT Crossroads, uh, as everybody's seen before. But he come the closest that I've ever heard of anybody doing digging up bones but anyways back to 1982 that's when she decided to leave her husband her and travis moved to nashville during this time is when they kind of sparked a uh romantic relationship but she didn't want uh the world knowing i mean that's what that's what the internet says so i got a little inside scoop on that and let's hear it Uh, What happened was uh, after uh, Randy had worked at at the bar, club, whatever you want to call it, 
with uh, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Hatcher. Uh, Mr. Hatcher went on a business trip. I'm not sure where he went, but he was gone for like a week. And uh, said he came back and he actually went with his uh, you know, biological son, not you know, Randy, who was adopted essentially by them. Um, went with his biological son. When they came back, they noticed that you know, things were a little different. And uh, you know they were acting a little closer than they had been before. So that's when it all started, but they were kind of closeted lovers for years. And so before he was even famous, yes. this was going on is what you're before saying. Before the Hatchers were divorced and before he was even close to being famous, they were lovers. And when they moved to Nashville, you know, uh, together they lived with each other. She was a manager but he didn't have anything like she wouldn't let him buy anything. All the money went through her. She was a manager. She controlled it, all of it. She controlled, you know, where he performed. She controlled who he performed for. He was not allowed to be in a room with another woman. That was, that was just part of it. Like that was her rules. And it wasn't until in the late eighties, I think it was 89 or 90 where there was a lot of speculation that came out that Mr. Uh, Randy Travis was a homosexual. You never really? see him. Yeah. There was a speculation and that's when they you know, came forward and said they were married. Well, let's think about this for a minute. So if she come in to the picture when he was like a fresh teenager. Okay. Now not counting roadies and during that time, people didn't live the way they do now. Mm -mm. That could have possibly been his first female, yeah. you know what, you know? I mean, she wasn't allowing him to be around women, so he didn't ever have a choice. Like, he didn't have a chance. He didn't have a chance with another woman. That was wow. it. Uh, but if, if you're, well, I don't know if you remember, because, I mean, I was only six, but in, in 1989, if you were a homosexual, in country music, that was unheard of. That was not happening. You were not going to have a career in country music if you were, you know, gay of any type. Right. You weren't going to be you know, famous at all. Like there were always, you know, rumors of like you know, <clears throat> Michael Jackson, uh, yeah. Prince, uh, of course, Liberace. Everybody knew he was uh, Freddie Mercury. You know, all those guys. There were rumors, and it was well known about a few of them but in country music it was not accepted it was not accepted no. and it was it was you know late in the 2000s i mean it was just in the last 15 years has that been accepted a little bit more you know widely um but at that time that was that was going to ruin his career so they came out and admitted that you know they were lovers and married and had been for a while so so the first song that we got to hear from Randy Travis was around 1985. And it was a song that topped at only 67 on the charts. On one hand, I count the reasons I could stay with you and hold you close. This song in itself, he's probably thinking, 
Hey man, I, I know what I'm singing about here. Well, you know, you, you kind of wonder, you know, um, I mean, was he happy living like that? How could you be? I mean, he, did, he didn't know nothing else. No, he didn't. Wow. You know, I've got to give you some credit on this one because you come in here knowing a lot more than I thought that you would <laughs> about Mr. Uh, Randy Travis, you know? Yeah. I mean, I was a fan. Uh, yeah, back before I listened to country music, I went – in high school, I had a crush on this girl, and uh, she was – huge country music fan and i thought you know what i'll do this is this is when that of course i i still don't know what you know women want but uh when i thought you know this is what i'll do who's got the most amazing love song in all of country music and it's got to be forever and ever amen it's just a sweet sweet song oh it is about i mean love. It, it is a phenomenal song I mean, Forever and Ever Amen was, I mean, so many people tried to cover that song, and I mean, it, it in no itself, I mean, I'm no longer one of those guys, because I'm with you, forever and ever, amen. I mean, that is the most honest country song ever. I mean, that's what we need on country radio, man. We need some honesty. You know, I mean, that song right there was just phenomenal. I'll tell you one of mine that still, like, chills me when when I hear it is this one right here. I'm in need of a remedy to cure me from loving you. It may sound a little extreme, but I'll do what I have to do. Bury your jacket in my backyard, carry your picture in my shoes, and keep walking till the hurting stops. Keep walking till my temperature drops. Keep walking. Till the fever is gone And you're out of my bones I mean, that song right there was phenomenal. I mean, you know, and he released that later on, you yeah. know? I mean, um, so now the crazy wicked, wick, wicked Witch of the West, they it looks like they were married for 19 years, correct? Till mm-hmm. 2010. Yeah. And I guess that's when they just had enough, you well, know? She, uh, at one point, which, I mean, she controlled where he went on tour and all that. And, uh, she was a businesswoman. She was trying to make as much money as possible. And what she did, she went out and she tried to find other artists. She found an artist. I can't remember the you know young guy's name. He was a pop singer. So she was trying to make him famous too. So she made the pop singer and Randy go on tour together. 
Oh my God. <laughs> it didn't, it didn't, it didn't bode well because, you know, Randy's fans aren't going to be fans of a pop singer like no. him. So it didn't work. And it was, it was a big, you know, bust. And essentially they, they, you know, kind of hit a wall and, um, she kind of left him high and dry because she thought he was done at that point because he was the old thing. And yeah, the pop singer was you know, still young and, uh, had well, a lot. I mean, you know, I've got more respect for him now. I mean, just hearing this much of it so far, because yeah. everything makes sense. So if they divorced in 2010, mm-hmm. 2012 is when he started having trouble with the law and that run all the way up till 2013, uh, when he started, his health started taking a downfall. I mean, think about it. If you were pinned down with a woman for 19 years who took so much from you, you'd fucking go crazy too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? for sure. For sure. I mean, how many nights did he truly get to enjoy his number one songs? Not very many. You know, and I mean, even, uh, let's see here, Texas Highway state trooper he crashed his car in a construction zone didn't really hurt anybody but he did attempt to leave he had to post a twenty one thousand dollar bond uh it's just it's tragic but you know it makes so much sense now you know because at first i was thinking well maybe maybe uh randy done all that because at that time people wasn't name dropping him like they are now so maybe it was just he was fiending for the light. But in all reality, it sounds like he was trying to uh, escape the traumatic bullshit that she put him through. I think, you know, ultimately what he did, he went back to, you know, how he was living before she got him out of that trouble. Exactly. He, he reverted back to the very beginning. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was kind of left. He still had his name. And he still had uh, fame, but as far as like you know, fortune, he had a fraction of what he should have. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, I can remember back in 2012, 2010, it was cool to know Randy Travis. You respected his music, but it's on a different level now. You know what I mean? Like now he's a living legend. He's up there with the George Jones in my book he is. So – you know, I would run a country mile to go meet him. But in 2010, he was just coming off of uh, the mainstream, you know? Yeah. <laughs> wow. This makes so much sense and so much clarity to me of why he acted the way that he did. I did watch the uh, police uh, dash cam footage where, like, he threatened to kill the cop. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'd say that he was a, a rough rowdy guy you know when he had a few to drink and he was you know pretty sauced up yep wow see uh, we, we we still learned something you know? and i don't i don't know if it was uh discussed but uh miss lib hatcher was uh 15 years older than randy travis talk about robbing the cradle yeah yeah wow <laughs> You, she's uh, 77. He is now 62. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What about this song?
heard those city singers singing about how they can love. I mean, he's so honest. It's like he's having a conversation with a girl before he picks her up at the bar. Like, hey, I know that these old boys can sing and they can tell you all this stuff. But let me tell you something. I can love you deeper than them hogs. I mean, how could you not pick up a girl in the early 90s? You sounded like that. Yeah, I mean, without serenading her to a Randy Travis song. Yeah. Wow. There's no telling how many babies were conceived to a Randy Travis song. Yeah. In all reality, mm-hmm. all jokes aside, I mean, you know. yeah, digging up bones. Yeah. <laughs> them bones. Yeah. I mean, that, that right there. I mean, let, let's listen to it. I read some old love letters right up till the break. Of and I mean, nowadays, does anybody read love letters? Digging up bones. Maybe they read love texts, you know? And I went through the jewelry. I mean, wow. I found our wedding rings. I put mine on my finger. Every time that I hear this song, like I picture it. I mean, phenomenal. He's pretty much, he's just telling you a story. Watch it happening in your head. Yeah. Every every line that he's saying, you're like, oh, I can see him doing that. Guarantee he's wearing a flannel shirt. Guarantee he's wearing jeans. Guarantee he's wearing boots. And he's yeah. walking in there. He's looking in that drawer. He sees your wedding ring. Mm-hmm. He put his on his finger. He gave hers a fling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just. I mean, it's as country as country gets. You know, one of my favorites that I actually learned to play uh, one time on the guitar is really easy to play. And I mean, anybody who owns a guitar, in my opinion, you cannot say that you are a country artist unless you at least know one Randy Travis song. Whether you can hit the notes or not. And this song right here that I'm about to play is one of them songs that was the first that I learned to play by Rand. Oh, Lord. Our co-host has picked up a guitar, ladies and gentlemen. I can't play, but I have one. It looks good for the props. No. This song right here just wants me. Just I mean, I feel like going and getting a six pack. Catch me when I fall. Why are you gonna go get it? It's right in front of you. No I mean, this song right here is is so simple, but it's so true. Oh, that song talk about this. Say, look, mom. See, it doesn't take much just to smile or a touch. I can almost feel that wind. Listen to this part right here. No chains, no strings, no fences, no walls, no net. Man, that was a time to fall in love back then. To catch me, you know. And, you know, that's something else that we've lost in this generation, you know, is 
uh, I wonder if young couples send each other songs. I, and I'm not talking about the WAP, you know, and all this bullshit. I'm talking about, man, you know, and, and that's why it would probably never help me to go back on the dating market. Because if I sent a song like this to a girl, I mean, you know, she's going to be like, what the hell is this antique shit? You know, well, I mean, I've actually seen advertisements uh, recently where if you pay, I think it's like, it's like $200, but you send in all the information that you want in it, but you can have somebody you know, write a song about your love story, like your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You can send wow. it in. I'm not sure. I'm not sure the site, but I've seen it advertised and like, you can get everything that you want. Like if you want where you met the first time you kissed the first time you, you know, said, I love you when you proposed your wedding day, like your, your song, if you want it mentioned, if you want you know, pets mentioned other family members, if you want any of that included in the song, they do it. There's like a fee and they, they write it all out and they send it to you. See what a time that we live in. Yeah, I mean, and here's the thing. These people probably knew how to do that 25 years ago, but they didn't have the internet to advertise it. They didn't have the technology either, probably. You know, and this is one of my favorite songs, and it was kind of an anthem to my life. And sweet. I'm going back to the folks that I used to know. You know this one? Everyone is what they seem to be. I know Randy Travis. And these high like the video is so funny. Like, like if you want to go down memory lane, watch the video. And I'm tired of you spending every dime I make to finance this way of life I've learned to hate. Amen. I'm going back to a better class of losers. A better class of losers. This uptown living really got me down. I mean, I need friends. I just couldn't imagine country music without Randy Travis. Could you? No, it's, I mean, there has been so much that's came from him in particular. And I mean, that sound is not a sound that you hear anywhere else. He's yeah, truly one of a kind. And I mean, I know a lot of times we don't agree on this new music, me and you and stuff. But here's what I'm saying. If there was never a Randy Travis, we would have been missing something. And I feel like today, Nashville is not producing anything that is that unique to where it's its own thing, you know? Like Randy Travis, there'll never be another Randy Travis. You can search the entire world. You could put him in a machine and reproduce him, but you're just not going to get the hurt, the pain, the honesty, what Randy Travis was and what he still is. You know? Right. Yeah. I heard a freight train. What about this one? Out across the way. This is when he tried to grow his hair out a little bit. It was kind of near the 90s. It was a black and white video. You, I'm sure you've seen it. I don't know. I didn't have CMT growing up. I didn't want Man, I did. I heard a heartbeat 
where once no sound remained. I heard angels rise and pray when I heard you wow. whisper my name. I mean, just phenomenal voice. And you know, we can't we can't even come close of not mentioning this one. A farmer and a teacher, a hooker and a preacher, riding on a midnight bus bound for Mexico. I mean, what a phenomenal song. Great song with a great message. I mean, still to this day, you'll be driving somewhere like the backside of Barksville or something, and you'll see three wooden crosses on the side of the road. And it's not always because somebody died there. It's because they're still pushing this message. And, you know, for years, I sung the song to the radio, da-da-da. I didn't really listen to the lyrics until a couple of years after it was out and it made sense that the reason there wasn't four of them is because his mom was the hooker you know just phenomenal he's a phenomenal artist he really is now what was the first movie that you seen him in i didn't i didn't remember him being in movies oh yeah he he she had him in a little bit of everything. 1991, he was in uh, Sesame Street. 92 to 93, he was in Matlock. Do you remember that show? Yep. But I remember you, it. I didn't watch it, but. I mean, he was in Touch by an Angel. Um, he was in uh, Hey Arnold. I mean, he was in so much. But the movie that I remember seeing Randy Travis in, and I thought that was just the coolest movie, was Black Dog. Remember that one about the truck driver? Uh, no, I remember the song by Led Zeppelin. Yeah, well, he was in that one. He was also uh, in another movie, uh, The Legend of O.B. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to try to get the name. It's T-A-G-G-A-R-T. Uh, I don't know. I, n- I never seen that movie. I seen him in uh, Black Dog, and he was just phenomenal. He was Earl. And Black Dog. He actually got killed in that movie. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, if you haven't seen it now, you're probably not going to want to see it. But it it was in 1998. It had, uh, oh, man, who did it have in it? What was that big artist that was in um, the dancing movie back in that time? And he died of pancreatic cancer. Uh, Patrick Swayze. Yes, yes, Patrick Swayze was in that. He was in that. That was a phenomenal movie. <laughs> I mean, just, it was something else. Uh, Dirty Dancing. Yeah, that movie, I mean, it's, it was a monumental movie, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, as you know, I mean, we could sit here and we could read the mounting mountains of... uh awards that randy's won but you guys know his voice speaks for itself nobody cares if he won or not he still sold out stadiums he still sold every record that people could get their hands on 
there will never be another Randy Travis. I mean, in my book, he is phenomenal, and I would hate to think of my childhood without him in it. So here's he walked on water. And he'd sit and shade and watch the chickens pick. And his teeth were gone, but what the heck? I thought that he walked on water. Phenomenal song. Said he was a cowboy when he was young. He could handle a rope and he was good with a I mean, that reminds me of my grandpa. I don't know about your grandpa, but the way I looked at mine, he could walk on water. I still do. I mean, you know. I got one left. He's 95. And wow. I'm pretty sure he still walks on water. Yeah, I have one left, too. And he's the one that he's 80. He can barely walk around, but he would crawl 25 miles to help me if I needed him. I mean, he just, he always seemed bulletproof in my eyes, you know. I mean, wow. That's a hell of a song. Man, it's hard to get better than that. That's, that's my far my, my favorite one that he did. I mean, I don't think that I have anything else to say about Randy Travis because, I mean, he's a country music hall of fame inductee. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is by far the greatest country artist of all time. I mean, it would be on my bucket list just to be in the same room with him, alone yeah. talk to him, you know. He's for sure an icon that will never be replaced. Never. Never. All right. Well, I guess this is the time of the show where we, uh, we rate Mr. Randy Travis, unless you have anything else, Jordan. We do the hypothetical as well. You got to remember. All right. So what would be the song that you would fight to? Got to go with uh, Digging Up Bones. Digging Up Bones? Mine would be Better Class of Losers because I that would make me pumped up, you know? Yeah. What about Making Love? Who would that song be? Um, it's got to be Forever and Ever, Amen. Yeah, mine would probably be deeper than the hollers. Yeah, I could see that, but uh, yeah, like I said, when I when I was hitting on that girl in in, in high school that I had the crush on, I learned uh, "Forever and Ever," Amen, and I sang it. Wow, not very good, but I sang it. Yeah, I got you. What? What? So, what was her response? Um, she was in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, I mean, did she leave him? No, no. What's she doing now? Uh, I think she's still married to the, to the guy. Really? I think at the time he was married. So it, it was a messed up situation. So wait a minute. He was married, but she was in love with him and you was in love with her. Is that right? It's Kentucky, man. Sky's the limit. You can do whatever man, you want. Man, I kind of want her name so I could send her this uh, episode. I definitely am not giving you that. Oh, come on. Did she go to Did she go to Monroe County High School? Obviously, <laughs> right? First time we mentioned where I'm from from. Yeah, yeah. 
Mr. Monroe County, Tville, Kentucky, with three red lights. Maybe two. Oh, no, they got three for sure. Oh, is it three? Oh, wow. Last time I was there, I thought it was two. So, (laughs) the forever song that you would have to listen to for the rest of your life, the one Randy Travis song. Like, if Randy only gave us one song, what song would you hope that it would have been? He Walked on Water. Yeah, man, that's a good one. I think I'm going to have to go with uh, In My Bones just because, uh, you know, it gives me chill bumps every time I hear that song. It's phenomenal. Yeah. All right, so where do you rate Mr. Randy Travis? Uh, I mean, he's a legend. He's got a I'll give him five. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same here. It's like five plus for me because he is phenomenal. And I was so looking forward to doing this one just to sit back, listen to the history. And I actually learned something, you know, because uh, exactly. Thank you. Because it makes sense. The reasons why he did what he did. Did it make it right? Absolutely not. But it makes sense. It's not like people have this. Uh, mindset that oh well hell he just went out on a bender no i mean look at what he lived with for 19 years you know i'm hurting linda yeah yeah linda save me (laughs) but anyways folks there you have it that's a mr randy travis episode from the country music podcast we hope that we have made your night or your day or your morning whatever it is Hit us up on Facebook. Let us know who you want to hear about next. And uh, let us know what you think of this new format, the audio, all that stuff. We're trying our best to make it better. Keep us in Kentucky in your prayers for the families that lost everything. Keep them in your prayers. They need it. Yes, they do. All right, Jordan, you got anything to say to our loyal 83 fans who keep listening to us? Uh, God bless you. And uh, let us know what you want to hear. Uh, give us a little feedback. Um, reach out. Yeah, that's about it. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, and hopefully we can uh, yeah, keep you know, bring you back satisfied after every one. All right, everybody. Have a good week. Yeah, peace. The country music critic expressively disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or any other damages arising out of the individual use of, reference to, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast. All information is obtained by the World Wide Web.